Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam. As always, I'm your host, Paul, and joining me tonight are my co-hosts, Josh. Evening. And Tony. I'm knackered. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll get into that at the end of the episode. Um, But it's that time again, uh, another Marvel TV show. Yay. (laughs) We finish one and another one begins. Just like um, a number six one. Yep. Well, it's not even that. They just continually come. You don't get a bus at all the time. You have to wait hours for them. This it's one like seems snow, to... it's snow piercer is round and round at <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. Um, so yeah, we're here to talk Miss Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel episode one, Generation Y. Um, so I think we were probably all going into this with the most trepidation out of all of the shows that we've had so far. Yeah, and that's just because, from, from just because of an age thing, really, and sort of, and the target market for it. But um, as we'll, we'll discuss it as we go on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. See, for me, it was more the fact that they. I mean, I know I said I didn't really know that much about Moon Knight, the character's backstory, whereas Miss Marvel, you'd think considering the generation I belong to, I probably would know quite a bit about Miss Marvel. The only thing I've got from her is the Carol Danvers version before she becomes Captain Marvel. And and then the actual version that this show focuses on, all I know and have experienced of her is the Avengers game. And yep. like, that's, you know, that's not exactly brilliant. Yeah, and that was that was something I was going to up, bring up because this is pretty much kind of a remake of that opening um minus the avengers yeah for the most yeah, part the demo and um yeah it, it's her in the wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing yeah um and obviously we get it's avengers day not avengers con in the mm. in the game but it, yeah. it, it all does feel like this is treading very similar paths to that um mm. So that's one of the things I, I've kind of got against it right from, from the word go. Um, so let, let's dive into the actual episode. Um, I don't know whether you guys noticed, but Moon Knight's now been added to the, uh, yeah, the sure title, um, which, is, which is very nice. I think it's, it's well-deserved. Um, yeah, massively. I think for the most part, we've, we've kind of said it's, it's up there in the, the top couple of series that they've produced so far. Um, and right from the off, I have to say, it's got a great soundtrack, which is weird because it shouldn't be. But it touches on some great 80s stuff mm. right from the word go, which is, is very strange for, a, as the episode says, Generation Y. Um, yeah. So it should be a, a fairly new soundtrack, but it's not. And I quite like that. Um, mm. um, something that both Tony and I touched on in our, in our group chat I wasn't overly keen on that opening catch-up style, um, and it kind of appears throughout the episode. Um, I did like the um, the actual Marvel Studios logo bit. That was quite nifty. Uh, yeah. She's like animated it. That was pretty cool. Yeah, which is fine, but it, it, the whole thing kind of feels very... And it's something I brought up later in my notes, but I, I can say it now. It feels very much like she is more suited to animation. Than she is live action. I I can see that in terms of what they're doing with it. I suppose, yeah. Um, and, and obviously, she has got a background in animation. She's popped up in Spider-Man shows. She's popped up in 
Marvel mm. Rising that, that came out about a couple of years ago, um, which was which was about all the, the female characters kind of in that area, Squirrel Girl um, and Spider-Gwen and people, and, and even Quake was in it, voiced by Chloe Bennett. Um, oh, I thought you said Craig. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's... That. Honestly, God thought you said Craig. I was like, "What? Wait, what?" Yeah, Craig was in a, a t- Marvel's TV show about girls. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, though, on on the note of that animated thing, the uh, the Scott Lang podcast seems to have taken on a life of its own, <laughs> and everybody's I, saying you know they what? want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear that. If Paul Rudd is willing to sit down for like half an hour once a month oh, and do that, I would quite happily listen to that. Yeah, I, I would download yeah. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, my oh, first note on even, the... Sorry, just because they can even use like some of the what if actors to fill in gaps of him interviewing people or stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, then my first real note on the episode. Um, we get quite a lot of family time throughout this episode, which I actually quite like. I think it's one of the, mm, yeah. the major plus points. Um, but it does best. have a very Peter Parker feeling about it. Yeah, yes. it's more it's more what Tom Holland's Spider-Man should have been if it was more comic accurate. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, definitely feels like feels like it's it's kind of like Marvel are doing what they can't do with Spider-Man because it's not theirs. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a dash of Peter Parker and a dash of Scott Pilgrim, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, then a, another thing, I, I don't particularly like the comedy throughout this episode. Oh. Um, the car crash scene is so unfunny. It's, it's signposted right from the word go that it's all going to go wrong. They're putting so much pressure on her to pass this test that it's quite clearly not going to go well. <laughs> and then even the how it's framed, you're like, oh, she's just going to reverse, isn't she? Instead, as soon as they pull out, and you're like, oh, here we go. She's just going to reverse just like back into trying it. to find its footing at the minute, isn't it? Because it's yeah. Well, yeah. I did love the, the, the following bit though with the, with the mother, even though her, her daughter's done that, is trying to make it the instructor's fault. It's just yeah, really... yeah. Um, I, to the left. I did want to say I think the, the chemistry between the, the two leads is really good mm. between her and, and her best friend. Um, yeah. I really like that dynamic yeah. between the two of them. Um, Tony, I know you pointed out, but he's actually doing a convention here in the UK. This That's year, right, yeah. um, nice. he's doing Wales Comic Con. Um, for any of you that want to to get out and meet some Miss Marvel uh, actors, uh, and I think it's possibly the first UK appearance by someone from a Marvel MCU TV series. I don't think anyone's done one since. You, you might um, be, yeah. Other than promotional stuff, I don't think there's been. Because Tom's obviously done one in the UK. Yeah. Um, but hasn't since the show came out. Um, Elizabeth and Paul haven't done any. Um, I don't think know, Anthony and Sebastian have, have they? No, Anthony did. Anthony and Sebastian have done them previously, but hasn't since. Yeah. Um, so I think this is probably the... Though I'm not sure whether um, Sophie did after Loki came out. Got a feeling she might have done Expo. 
Mm. Um, but outside I think, of... I think, I think, boys, we might need to do a strongly worded letter to Mr. Feige and say, come and give you UK fans some loving. Yeah, we want yeah. Avengers Con here. Yeah. Forget about okay. in the US. It needs to be here. Seeing yeah. as most of your actors are English. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So... But yeah, I really like that chemistry, and that's good. I, another bit of the the comedy that I didn't find particularly good was the the scene with the counselor, either. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. I'll Very agree cringy, with you on wasn't that. It? Yeah, I, even uh, right from the the Tannoy announcement, I was just mm. like, yeah, no, like they wouldn't I do think that. He's deaf. I was stoner. It like in yeah. secret, he go home and goes home and just smokes himself to death. Yeah, mm. I mean, but I'd rather would have seen uh, you. You see more serious counselors in that. In a, uh, I mean, I know he was a principal, but something like Mister Wood from Buffy in terms of the seriousness. Yeah, yeah and obviously we had the the headmaster from Homecoming, mm. which was a a callback. Someone like him, yes, would have been yeah. would have been called. But yeah, it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, I, I said um, I quite like the build up to Avengers Con of her talking about how she's building a suit and, and all of that. I thought that was quite clever. Um, not something we've seen and kind of playing to the fans. Tony, of all people, um, I'm sure that that shouted out to you. <laughs> well, 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 funny enough, I was. <laughs> What I'm going to discuss about the end uh, end of this this podcast. I was actually in the middle of. I was making a costume, finish off a costume before I started watching it. I had to, yeah. I had to stop my, making it to watch it. And I, there were there were yeah. a couple of points during the episode I was amused, very amused about it. So yeah, it, yeah. just seeing her sort of talking about it and then making all the plans. And, and in a similar vein, the bit where she's telling him her, her plans for how they're going to get there. Yeah, <laughs> how they actually played out. <laughs> um, I have to point out at this point, we've complained about how there's been a complete lack of connection to the, the greater universe um, throughout these TV shows and recent films as well. Yeah. This time, I feel like they've gone a little bit too far and thrown yeah, yeah. everything but the kitchen sink at this first episode because <laughs> we've got that whole scene that plays out where she's talking about what other characters she, she could go as and even yeah. touching on what if talking about mm. being zombie Captain Marvel yes uh, and it just felt like we've had absolutely nothing and now and we've then got they just everything vomited it all yeah yeah like we've gone oh we've not talked about it in anything else we're just going to throw everything at it um and yeah, it just feels podcast. a little bit too much. Just going back to the podcast, um, I do think that that's a nice way to bring us up to speed on how everybody now knows what's been going on. Yeah, without having yeah. to show us the scenes of it. Yeah, and even Avengers Con, I feel like that's enough that they're now acknowledging. Yeah, that uh, there's I these think, people. Yeah, because like Natasha's, and I, I saw before I was watching a breakdown video before someone won the the writer in the writers' room. Apparently, she just. Gave everybody grief until they made they acknowledged Natasha in this episode. Yeah, so, yeah, much- and I know there's been there's been notices of, uh, of things that they tried to get in, and Kevin Feige said no. Like they wanted to show, like some of what happened during the the blip, like mm. someone had been vlogging it. 
Um, and he basically went, no, no chance, not doing that. Mm. Um, yeah, it still feels like they've gone over the top with it. Mm. Um, but we shall see as it goes on. I'm sure it's going gonna, it's gonna to narrow because obviously we get a lot of Captain Marvel in this, but we also get a lot of everybody else throughout this episode as well. Um, then I said, oh, then I, I wrote, I actually thought it was really weird that this is the first character that they used to break the fourth wall. With a lot of the like the animation stuff, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. And I know you, as you pointed out, Tiny, it's very Scott Pilgrim like. Yeah. Um, but it's not something we've seen before in the MCU, and it feels really kind of awkward at times. Mm. I do um, think we probably get nice used to it though as time goes by. Yeah. I, I think like if we get like a second series of this or. Even if like there's a little bit in um the Marvels film that's coming gonna come out soon, like I think we'll probably be so used to it by the end of this show that if it's up if it comes up in the Marvels film, we'd be like, oh yeah, that, 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 that happens. Probably the first time that we've really seen what's going on in a character's head actually realized on screen, which is yeah. probably a little jarring as well. And I don't mind, like, when they're texting between each other. I quite like that. Yeah. But when it's the other stuff that isn't really necessary, going back to that previous scene when she's talking about the other characters, and they're all appearing on the wall alongside mm. them. And I'm like, mm. we know who they are. You don't need yeah. to show us who they are. We've lived with them for, what, the last... over a decade. We know who they are. If... People that are watching it are going to know who everybody is. Mm. It's not the sort of show you're going to go, oh, I've never seen any of the MCU, but I might watch Miss Marvel. It's it's not that serious. So Again, it kind of... I think it's, just a, it's kind of just a basic narrative choice they're making in terms of, yeah. of realising her, her mind, basically, on screen for us to all share it. I Again, I, this comes back to what I say about target audiences. I say this is probably the first one where we're not really... Yeah, outside of being geeks, the target audience for trying to draw people in. Yeah, yeah, and I think on that note of kind of these bigger moments, I actually think it's at its strongest when it's the quiet personal moments between the family, between yeah. the friends. The, the brother um, is fantastic. I thought he was great. Yeah, especially that scene when he comes into the room when yes. she's trying to sleep. Um, yeah. There's a real, real good connection there. I, I really like that. Hmm. Um, so and then I I actually did say uh, touching on that moment I did find some of the Muslim stuff quite stereotypical um, and, and wasn't a massive fan of it I, I think there's some work to be done there um, which is a real shame I, I just I didn't think it, it completely worked especially with the mother she, she kind of felt like she was over the top with it um, well, I'm not one to talk. I think that's probably been amplified anyway because, I, I, in fact, I was, I was chatting to somebody about this where, where I was this, this weekend. Um, that she's clearly kind of knows stuff, and, and I think she's sort of doubling down a little bit and being even more overbearing than that traditional viewed mother is, anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think I think that's that's kind of what I'm saying. I don't think yeah. that, especially with it trying to be a more modern show, it kind of feels like it's maybe a little bit too traditional and what mm. we've come to expect from, from Muslims um, in that situation. And I, I, I can't talk because I don't really know. It just felt like that on screen to me. Um, so, um, but then I did mention, as we've just said, they, the connection with her brother, I really like that. Um, and I did say, I thought at this point that her cosplay costume was actually really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Which obviously it's going to be because it's a TV show and it's been made by the people that make the costumes. Yeah. Um, but the other but, thing is, it looks like it actually was made by a cosplayer. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think, like, when you look at it, there's the different kind of materials that she's used. So she's got like the, the fake leather jacket, but then she's got like the cardboard star and the cardboard helmet. Um, yeah. Which is really how people make them. Like you, yeah. you say, Tony, that's that's what you do. Yeah, and that's kind of the the, the skill of the art there of, of the art of the costume designer in it that they can yeah. make a professional, quote unquote, amateur cosplay costume. It's just yeah, to, yeah, to make it using Hollywood standards, but to make it look like it's been homemade. It's very yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, De- then we uh, we get our traditional New York, New Jersey rooftop scene. <laughs> I think if it's set in New, jo- New York or New Jersey, you're always going to get a rooftop scene, no yeah. matter what. Um, I think we're in for a few more of them with the return of Daredevil as well. I think we'll hey. be seeing a few more, a few more of them. Um, yeah. Um, I did say it starts to feel like something we have already seen from Marvel TV, right? not the MCU, but... It, it very much feels like those previous series that have come, like Cloak and Dagger. It's got a very much a feeling of that mm. uh, for me, um, which is a shame because I actually like Cloak and Dagger. Um, so it was sad to see that one go. So it's not a bad thing. Uh, I do just feel we've already seen it from a division that's null and void now. Um, so that, that's, that's a shame. Um, that's, this is when I picked up that I thought it was more suited to animation, as I said earlier. Um, then I did say the artifact feels like it's very connected to what we've seen in this phase. Like it feels like it's very connected to Moon Knight. Um, Shang-Chi. Strange. Yep, Shang-Chi, Black Knight. Um, I'm guessing with Blade um, and the Eternals as well. Um, it, it does feel like they've very much gone down this kind of mystical yeah yeah definitely kind of historical side of things Mm. with the with this phase and and you know what i'm completely here for it yeah absolutely i am and the only thing i will say is sad that they have cut out her background Um, oh yeah yeah i don't like the fact that they've got rid of the inhuman things especially when they have just introduced one to the mcu which is what doesn't really make sense to me yeah i was thinking that when i was watching it actually yeah um, when we were some black balls, and you can't argue about that though is if they do it well and it's explained properly, I'll be okay with it. If not, I'll be with you and I'll be a bit pissed. Yeah, and, and the only other thing I, I will say about that when the whole thing that it came out that they were 
changing her powers because they didn't want her to be so much like Mr. Fantastic. Her powers are still pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. Well, if, <laughs> when, when you see that, when you see that effect, she's more like Mr. Glass-tastic, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way. thing that's that's any different is that they've made her powers like see-through. Mm. Otherwise, that is still exactly the same trick that Mr. Fantastic will pull. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, so all of that just to not really change anything other than the background to it, um, which was a shame. A shame. It was a very nice, that whole sequence where she, that, that, that old trope, of, a, a, a bit like with Parker, if somebody doesn't like her at school, he's now going to be her biggest fan. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see play out, actually. Yeah. Um, as you touched on earlier, Tony, the, the kind of the runaway aspect of the story, um, I thought it felt very 90s kids action movie, very Spy Kids. Mm. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, um, the, fact, the payoff that it doesn't go, go exactly how it is in her head is just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right from the word go with the, the tree breaking. Like the bus is so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just want to pick up. What the, why the hell is Avengers Con in like a, an abandoned warehouse? On oh, a no. Friday night <laughs> as well, isn't it? Or like a, just for one night. I think, what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually said for, for anyone out there that and I, I don't know whether you've paid attention to it, Tony. It felt like a Halloween Horror Nights maze. Like you well, go I in the soundstage. I, I, I get that. I get that. And, yeah, and, and sort of, well, we've had similar things over here that just these sort of pop up events and stuff and, and secret yeah. cinema, I guess, and stuff like that. And it's sort of. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very weird that they, these are people that have saved the world and it's in like an abandoned warehouse down in in lower new jersey it's like it's like a geek rave isn't it it's like yeah (laughs) Yeah, it it is it's like it's not actually official no um and and then i think we we do have to touch on um the the whole uh avengers con thing um we get star spangled man returning yes didn't didn't see that coming at all Possibly more on that later as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I have to say, for the amount of different costumes that are in there, pretty much all of it is absolutely amazing, except yeah. for Drax. Yes. <laughs> Drax is absolutely awful. Right. <laughs> why, why poor Drax? Is this payback on David's sister? I don't know, but I, I do like the fact that he seems to be, be plugging in like an unofficial biography of um of Star Lord. I know, and it's it's weird because I don't know how they know about all the the Guardians because some of them never even came to Earth. No, no, they and, <laughs> and that's what's really weird. Yeah, so did Scott interview to get that backstory? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I really love the um, the cosplay in, in that scene. There's so many. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, um, the guy that's doing the announcements on stage is Agent M, who is head of social media for Marvel. Hey. Um, so he's he's there. Uh, real name Ryan Pengelas, I believe. Um, so that was quite a nice little nod. Um, I quite like that. And I actually thought the the special effects on her abilities are actually really good compared mm. to what we've seen, especially in, in Moon Knight with some of the dodgy 
special effects and, and what we've seen from She-Hulk so far. Um, I think they've, they did a really good job of this. Um, I, whether that's due to the fact, as, as we've talked about previously, um, she is kind of a big deal. Um, she might not be to us, but she is for a lot of comic book readers. Um, she's been a big thing over the last decade. Um, whether they've made a, a special effort to make sure that she does does come across well on, on screen, I don't know. Um, but, uh, but I did say the scene is more about what characters and costumes you can say that you're picking out in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so I did. Who did I spot? I spotted. I'm sure I spotted a falcon in amongst them with wings, which I thought was really clever. Um, I quite like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did say I'm actually more intrigued about the supporting characters than I am about her. Um, mm-hmm. th- th- it feels like her best friend is something going to come from that character that he's not just going to be the sidekick like you get shots of him kind of in the background and you think what's he thinking about and we know he's very clever um, yeah. as we've said we don't really know a lot about Miss Marvel and the supporting cast I've, it's weird because I've got a comic book that's my son's that's sitting next to me that they're all in um, but I've not read it. Um, but the three three friends are exactly as they are in the comic book. So um, I'm I'm intrigued to see where where they go. Um, and I, I definitely think there's there's more to them um, than we're seeing. Um, and then the episode really ends. Um, did you guys watch the credits? Yep. Um, yes. We get All a trust the bro. Credits, yeah, uh, we get a, a trust the bro van uh, in the credits. Um, we get Avengers Tower is in there as well, yeah. um, which I quite liked. Um, we won't talk about the the little spoiler that Disney and Marvel may have inadvertently put in the in the credits. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, we get a returning character from Spider Man. Hmm. Which is intriguing. So um, we get a bit of a return of, I I suppose they are pretty much damage control, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I wonder whether they're going to fill the villain role to some extent. In this first episode, we haven't even got a clear idea if there is going to be a villain as such. I wonder whether they're kind of going to fill that gap. Yeah. Yeah, they might well do. It it wouldn't be a massive surprise um, if that's that's the case um, because yeah as you say there's there's no real villainy in this this mm. first episode which is again very different to, to any of the previous shows everything else has kind of introduced a, a villainous character you look yeah. at Loki and we've got the TVA right from the word go even Moon Knight just a few weeks ago Harrow was introduced in that first episode um, well, I suppose in some ways it, it would kind of play a bit with the themes in the audience. If you're talking about the story for younger people, of sort of that that sort of dual sort of battle for a teenager coming of age of dealing with family issues and also state issues and stuff like that, it'd make for a, for a good dynamic if that's how it goes. I think if, if it's yeah. a case about her 
finding her place as a superhero and having to deal with the ramifications of that. Yeah. For other yeah. people who don't like superheroes. Definitely. And, and the fact that we know in, what, 18 months' time, she's going to be up on the big screen. Yeah. So we so know they've, they've got to build this character. Mm. So... Yeah, I'm intrigued. It's weird. I'm intrigued by this episode of this as to what they're going to do with her in that film already. So... Yeah, yeah. Considering all three characters have very different powers. Yes. Yeah, you um, make sure who are we going to put them up against? It's going to take all three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, <laughs> and you've got to imagine that Brie is going to be in this at some point. We can't yeah, go yeah. the whole season and not see Captain Marvel. Yeah, I wouldn't. I can you. see it happening, you know. Yeah, the, the fact that, that we have that that shot at Avengers Con of like that. No, no, no. I mean, I can see him not appearing. I really okay. can't. Okay. I just, I don't know how you can tie everything up. The, the only way I would go, okay, fair enough, if, if she was to show up, I think it'll be an end credits of the final episode, which yeah. will probably oh, no, lead I to... Don't expect, I don't expect to see her until the end. Yeah, that's ah, right. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah no. she definitely won't be in the, the main bulk of the series. I don't oh, think I, there's any no, doubt I, I thought you meant like, oh, she come in in like a post-credit scene of episode five and then she's in oh, all of no, six. Yes. No, no, definitely not. I, I, As I say, I think it will be something either at the end of the last episode or after the credits right. um, that will tie it up because there has to be some tie we have between them, haven't we? And the end of WandaVision in some form. So we've been yeah. in that scene. So we're going to need something similar at the end of this, you would imagine, to sort of push that yeah. forward. Even if it's Tyana Paris and it's not Bray, yeah, that ties it up, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Um, but I know there has been a lot of like press around the fact that Bray and her have been talking, mm. like in private. There's been pictures of them talking on Zoom. And and things like that. So it, it does make me think that there there will be some tie-in. Um, yeah. So what, that really is my thoughts. I have to say, I thought it was an average episode. I don't think it's the strongest start we've seen. That's for sure. No. But don't no, get me wrong. I enjoyed very, it. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. It's, it's kind of sits in the middle of it, but doesn't it? It wasn't a duff one, but it wasn't one of the oh my god, wow episodes. Yeah. Like like we said about Moon Knight, where right from the word go, we were like, mm. oh my God, it's more along the lines for me of WandaVision. Mm. That it doesn't... Yeah, it yeah, has some touch points, but it doesn't have like a, a big, massive story to it. Yeah, because the, the thing, the way I'm rating all these shows is, do I watch it and immediately want to go and re-watch it to pick out anything? Or do yeah. I want to give it a day to digest it and yeah. then go back and watch it? Or do I just want to go from, I can go from Wednesday to Wednesday not watching the, the yeah. previous episode again? Yeah. And, and, it, and with this, while I, I completely, I, I, I actually quite enjoyed it. It was a nice little way to come home from work and de-stress after a long day mm. in the office. Like, it was enjoyable, but I didn't immediately go. Do you know what? I'm going to stick that on again tomorrow night when I come in. I, I watched it kind I of while I was working. Yeah, I, I yeah. watched it first. It was kind of background, as I tend to do on a Wednesday. I kind of put it on and kind of listened to it. And 
or if there's something going on, I'll go, oh, yeah. And then we watched it again. And, and this is the thing. We've got Miss Marvel and Obi-Wan Kenobi on the same day. Yeah, they've, they've fucked up there. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah they I have. Show them Friday. They've, yeah. they've messed up. Miss um, Marvel should be on Friday to get you into the weekend as light yeah. entertainment. Whereas Kenobi is that middle of the week. I want to sit down and get my teeth into something before I go back into the office tomorrow yeah. and yeah. just want to yeah. end myself. Yeah, so <laughs> we watched we watched Miss Marvel and Obi-Wan Kenobi back to back on the Wednesday did, evening. Yeah. Like my proper first watch. Like I'd had it on in the background. Uh, as I do during the day, and it's taken me until this afternoon to actually sit down and watch it again to make my notes. Yeah. Where I could have done it yesterday. I could have done it yesterday morning or yesterday mm-hmm. afternoon, and I didn't. Yeah, I kind the, of put it off that, until I about, had to. Yeah, and the thing about having those two shows on the same day, I, yeah. could, I can come on this show tonight and tell you, scene for scene, exactly what happened in Obi-Wan Kenobi on, on Wednesday. I could not yep. do that for Miss Marvel. Don't be wrong. There's bits that stood out and I laughed or, you know, I thought, oh, that was that was good or that was a bit shit or whatever. But yep. I couldn't tell you scene for scene what happened. Only for the fact, Paul, that you've walked us through that in tonight's episode. Yep. I, I, I would not have been able to go, oh, yeah, what happened next? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly my feelings. It's And as I said to you guys afterwards, I think after I'd watched it like the second time and watched it properly, I was like, I think it is going to grow. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's, it's yeah. going to stick at this point. Yeah. I think it will get better, but... There's enough for... good bits and fun bits in the first episode, isn't there? I mean, I know yeah. you don't... Like, I mean, I like her, the actress, in that role. I think she, yeah. she's, she's given it her all, and, and she's got a great chemistry with her, with her co-star. They're, yeah. they're really sweet, actually. You know, I think I could go somewhere. Like you say... The family stuff is really interesting. I think they've cast the family well. <laughs> I think the father is just brilliant. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Hulk dude, scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Hulk scene was brilliant. That was the, probably the best bit of comedy in the episode. Yeah. Was him um, bursting in as, as Big Hulk. And and an an Avenger Con just oh, I love that whole sequence. If we were talking about rewatching it, if, if I was a, only going to watch one bit of the episode again, it would be to study it. It would be that Avengers Con sequence because it's just fantastic. It just captures yeah. everything. Like, what and we've done. and they do those scenes really well. They always yeah, have yeah. done. When you when you look back to the, the expo, both expos. Yes. yes. In fact, we get the the World's Fair in the in Captain America. Then we get uh, the the World's Fair in in Iron Man Two. They do those really well, and they again they've done it really well in this one on a kind of smaller scale, but it mm. feels it feels busier than yeah. the other ones have. And even the the museum scenes we've had throughout the Captain America films, um, have always felt that way as well. Um, so yeah, I agree. It, it, that is probably the the best scene when they kind of. Walk well, they walk you around, don't they, and show you all the different characters at different stalls and, yes. and things like that, and the photo opportunities and things like that. So, I'm yeah, that, hoping, that really does work. I'm hoping that the show will have more of that sort of knowing, sort of self referential and reverential look at the MCU. And, and well, we're going to get out because she, she's a she's a fangirl as well as a superhero, which is what I love about her. Yeah, so far, I've seen so far. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, 
Yeah, so yeah, I can get I get that narratively it's probably not the strongest, but probably not the weakest either. It sort of sits somewhere in the in the, in the middle. Yeah. Um, but but there's some really fun elements and, and some stuff on the secure. And like I say, it's just we're the only well, I don't see even a downside, just we're not clear. There may not even be a villain, which would be very interesting if it's just a coming yeah. of age kind of series, which would be very different and very uh, yeah, I'd be happy with that because if you think about yeah. it, the what the ones that we've had from one division right up until Moon Knight, I've all had a CW-esque style formula in that there's a big villain per series. And th- this would just be a nice little mix-up just to freshen the waters and what have you. And then yeah. the next series yeah. we have after this, which, to be yeah, honest, I, I, think can't, I don't villain, know what that is. Wrong, which we should just say they're an antagonist in this case, really, as opposed to a villain as such. If, if the antagonist just happens to be her culture and her background and her age, I think that, that's an interesting way to play this series out and see yeah, how that yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Josh, as you were saying, you're not sure about what the next one is. It's She Hulk is next. Yeah, well, yeah, see, they well, the thing, the thing with She Hulk is there's rumors of um, Red Hulk, Abomination, like that's gonna have a main villain of some description. Well, I think with... it's gonna be more of a weekly thing. Oh, do, oh, right, okay. So we'll have a different villain every every week. Oh, right. That's well, yeah, do you know what? If it's that, then do you know what? That's that's freshening it up again, but at the same yeah. time, keeping it recognisable, which I'm mm. perfectly fine with. And to be yeah. honest, if they want to completely throw that out of the, throw that out for this show, I'm fine with that as well. Keep it fresh. Mm. Keep doing yeah. new things. And do you know what? To boost, if it educates people about like the Muslim religion, Muslim family values, things exactly. like that. I'm all yeah. for that. I'd love to know about all that. Yeah, and that's exactly why she's become such a solid character Yeah, in the comics. It's because of that. Um, and it, in this day and age, anything that can can help in that way can only be a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing where it goes. Um, so, yeah, I think that covers the first episode of Miss Marvel, but we're not done there. Um, so I am going to pass you over to Tony. Um, as he said at the, the beginning of the episode, he is knackered. There is a reason for that. So over to you, Tony. Just you because I'm a middle-aged man who got back from a convention about an hour and a half before we recorded this. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, yeah, so I've been away. Um, uh, the ultimate uh, Starfield is the ultimate agents assemble this weekend, which is um. Their annual con, uh, well, the first, well, the first split annual con of just Marvel characters. It was originally Agents of Shield, but it spanned out a little bit to um, to expand into to other characters. Um, and, and the guests we had, we had Bridget Reagan from from Agent Carter, who used to play Dotty. Emma Dumont, who was Polaris in in The Gifted. Uh, B.J. Britt and Max Zinski and Jason O'Mara, all from Agents of Shield. Oh, and Nick Blood was there today as well. So. There were, there were four shield guests. Um, the shield guests are fantastic. Um, uh, BJ and the Max were on, uh, Nick, sorry, were on stage together today, and they were great. The chemistry and the, the bromance between those two guys was hilarious. Uh, Jason Amara is really interesting to me, um, and he's very forthright. Um, and he, I've never heard his Irish accent before. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's always strange, isn't it? I know you, you said the same when you met um, Benedict Wong. Yeah, and he, he was talking in a Mancunian accent. Yes, 
Yes, because you're so used to seeing them in, in these transatlantic shows and, and, and only ever speaking in sort of transatlantic American or local American. It's the other natural accent. It, it, it takes you out a little bit. It's sort of, and I think, yeah, I've never... In fact, I'm not even sure I realised he was Irish until this weekend. No, I didn't either. I assumed he was he was American. Even with the O apostrophe in his name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he was quite forthright. Um, but and I love Emma Dumont. Was very sort of, very much like a sort of a shadow, a mirror of her character. She's very sort of forthright and strong-minded and funny, and very funny because she doesn't kind of do Hollywood. She doesn't have any sort of director she wants to work with. She says, I don't know actors. She says, and she's very, very much of an in-the-moment kind of person. And I thought that was so refreshing. Um, Bridget is just amazing. Because um, you met her, haven't you, Paul, at the first yeah. one, Bridget? Yeah, literally. It was only oh, Emma, Emma and Jason that I hadn't met. Yeah. Um, out of the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. guys I'd met over the first, what, two or three Ultimates. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, Bridget, again, it's just, they're all great guests for just this, what's standing to be a small con in the end. Um, but I think everybody had a really good time. Um, so I mentioned the Star Swung Banner. Yeah, you're, you're truly you actually entered the competition com, uh, contest as a USO girl and got accommodation. So they, they really they, they really enjoyed the, the guests. So uh, um, Jason Jason Morris said, "Don't get rid of that costume." He said. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and in fact, that's what I, I've done that a few times in recent years now. And it's a really nice way to sort of give something back to the guests, and they really love the cosplay competition. Um, Sean Harry, the organizer, said in the past uh, to me that, that they really enjoy that stuff, and um, it's something very different for them, I think, to what they probably yeah. get in, like when they go to these big, massive American cash cow events where they just yeah, where, where they're ferried from their talk to their autographs yeah. to their photos, and that's it, and then yeah. the rest of the time they spend it in a hotel room, yeah, yeah, because uh, Josh, probably not aware because I mean, um. Paul had been doing the Star, particularly the Star Fury events for a long time, and it, it's the centerpiece of their events, isn't it, Paul? Really, the Saturday night. Yeah, yeah it yeah. isn't. It has been. I, I was working it out. Me and Tony have now been friends. At the end of October, it'll be 19 years. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they've always been there. Yeah. So there are a couple of times where he didn't have them when I think they were. Um, Kane was um, performing. And yeah. It was very strange to not have that competition. Right yeah. Now. So you know, even just to watch, so I used to watch them all yeah, in the early days. Yeah, um, but no, I so I've just I've come back from that completely washed out, but really exhilarated. It was a fun weekend. Put up a few familiar faces, um, and just a great bunch of people they had on stage over the weekend and photo shoots and stuff. Not not a lot of cosplayers about. There's, the numbers do seem to dwindle a little bit in that respect. Um, Lost the living yeah. crisis, boys. Well, yeah, there is that element as well. That, that sort of reflects everything in the fact that, I, I mean, as we're recording now, I'm looking at the clock. It's actually the sort of um, the, the Sunday night parties are now, and I suspect it'll be quite a quiet one tonight because I know a lot of people are going to go. Um, yeah. Myself included. It's just, and I think it's it's something, get serious for a second now, that, that, that cons are going to have to deal with now, con organisers are going to have to deal with for a little while, certainly. Everything's going Petrol. up. Petrol's going yeah. up. Um. So you have to make you have to make cutbacks on on your experience. I only had a couple of photographs, so I've only had two nights in a hotel, and and I think then it becomes of your stuff having to get that much more out of it anyway. And I think I did. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if anybody out there has never been to one, it doesn't have to be Starfield either. There are one or two others about there. Just if you get that chance, if you can squeeze some money together to go, go and experience a weekend event for, for the first time, I thoroughly recommend it if there's one for your show out there. Yeah, definitely. If you if you haven't been to to one of these weekend events before, um, especially if it's a subject you love, um, the likelihood is you're going to get to an event and find there's a group of guests that you will want to see. Yeah. Um, like for us, I suppose, Tony, we've done these events over the years and have kind of built up the yeah. what we kind of want from these guests. Yeah. Um, and and also, for you, I know it's different for you now because of, of the cosplay and everything. Um, so it's still an ongoing thing for you. But and it's when you first different. start... Yeah, exactly. Well, as we've just said, 19 years. Yeah. Um, who, would have, who would have thought that? And, yeah. But certainly when it's your first one, you will find that there's a group of actors from a show that you love um, that you've not seen before. Uh, and it gives you a really solid base for a, for a start. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So no, thoroughly enjoyed that. But I wrote yeah. that. But I've got no others now <laughs> until next February. So <laughs> yeah, this is where we're at now. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure at least one of us is going to be at Star Wars Celebration, <laughs> um, and hopefully Avengers Con will follow. Yes, yes. Come point. on, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. You know yeah. it makes sense. And then yeah. then. then and then also a Captain Britain movie, a Captain Britain yeah. TV show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Starring yeah. Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I, I think that covers Miss Marvel and uh, Agents Assemble. Uh, thank you, boys, as always. Um, just a, a little note. We are using our social media a little bit more. We have changed the name up because we, we do cover quite a few shows now. Um, so if you're searching for us on social media, uh, pretty much everywhere, we are uh, BPB uh, Podcast Productions. Um, if you check out Instagram, we are BPB Podcast Prod, because um, that's all I could fit in. Um, so we have had a little change, but you will find our other shows appearing on those social medias as well. Um, for the three of us, we have... Um, for the love of a franchise um, with a new episode due to come out in the next couple of weeks uh, as we look at the third Indiana Jones movie and for Tony and myself we also have And the Winner Is where we review uh, the best picture winner from the Oscars from each year and we do a random draw um, and pick two for the month um, so we've got a couple more of those to come out before the end of the month um, so you'll find all our social medias all together on, on just one now um, so it's all in one place so if you want to find us go out there and, and give us a follow give us a like uh, on top of that go and give us a review for, for this show uh, on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts so thank you again listeners and we will be back next week with another, another episode reviewing Miss Marvel episode 2 <laughs> <laughs>